Welcome to another episode of Connections Tech Experience. The countdown is on. January 14th, 2020 marks the end of support for Windows 7. And as of today, there are still millions of PCs running on Windows 7, including schools, small businesses, and enterprises. Today, I have a great panel with me, and we're going to dive into what end of support actually means for you. So understanding what your risks are, what the benefits are to moving to Windows 10, and what steps you can start taking today to begin your migration from Windows 7 to Windows 10. Ashley LaFaro, you are returning to the podcast today. Very excited to have you. Why don't you reintroduce yourself to the audience and tell us a little bit about your role here at Connection. Yeah, thanks for having me. So my name is Ashley LaFaro. I'm a Windows Device Partner Development Specialist here at Connection. And my um, role here is to support Windows devices from the Windows perspective. Excellent. And I have a couple of callers. Can I call her caller inners? (laughs) Um, Deanna Gramo, she is our partner sales executive. And Carrie Alicato, another partner development specialist in our licensing team. So Deanna, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and what your role is and how you work with Connection? I'm Deanna Gramo, a partner sales executive with Microsoft focus on Microsoft's commercial devices business in support of Connection. Excellent. And Carrie? Carrie Alicata, Partner Development Specialist for Connection. And my focus with Microsoft licensing is with respect to cloud services and Office 365 solutions. Awesome. So a fully stacked team here that knows everything about moving to Windows 10 and what the benefits are from a device and a security standpoint. And security is really where I would like to start today, because if you look at any of your news feeds lately, whether it's on LinkedIn or Twitter or, or, you know, whatever search engine you're using, you are seeing security and ransomware and malware issues blow up in the news. Just This past October, we sat down with our entire security team and went through a ton of the risks that are out there. And so, Deanna, there is a huge security component to move the end of life on January 14th. Can you kind of break down for us what it means for a customer on the security level should they decide to not make that migration to Windows 10? So, as we know, Windows 7 end of support is January 14, 2020. After that date, Microsoft will no longer send out updates or support for Windows 7. So what that means is those no more security updates or non-security hotfixes, you know, or, or any of that. So to your point, yes, those devices um, could certainly be vulnerable. And as you mentioned, the security attacks, breaches that are happening, they're getting more complex more sophisticated. We're seeing in the the news, you know, almost every single day. So security is certainly top of mind when we talk to CEOs and leaders across any organization uh, because of this phenomenon that we're seeing um, in the security space. And Ashley, we've we've chatted about this before, the, the device side of security. So there is obviously the, you know, you could be sitting uh, on or making that move to Windows 10, but being on an older device and there's still vulnerabilities around security by not making the full shift of that complementary Windows 10 and modern device. So what does the security landscape look like from a device standpoint um, in the migration process? Yeah, so with Windows 7, a lot of our customers depend on third-party applications uh, for a lot of their security. I mean, there was 
BitLocker and a couple of those uh, security features in Windows 7. With Windows 10, the big shift was security built in. There's a lot more features um, from identity um, to um, predictions and stuff like that. But you get more on a modern device. You actually get a lot more features um, when it, Windows 10 works with the hardware. So you're getting things like um, exploit guard, credential guard, all those extra security features when you get Windows 10 with a modern device. That basically, and to kind of break it down, is kind of, it recognizes my face, it recognizes my fingerprints, there's tons of other, like talking to the layman, what are the, if I open up my computer and I'm on a new device, what are the additional things that I do that offer or that give me more layers of security? Yeah, so uh, that's a great feature, Windows Hello. Um, you get that when a device has either a fingerprint reader or an IR camera. And it's a great way to sign into the device um, because it is secure, it is biometrics, it is your face, it is your fingerprint. It's also a very good cost savings as well. That's the number one ticket for IT support is password reset. Really? Yeah. So that way you don't have to remember your password, which I think everyone's thankful for. Excellent. So, and we did, uh, back in June, we did, uh, when I said Ashley was a returning guest, had a an entire episode, uh, I believe it was episode four, uh, called Make the Shift to a Modern Device. And if you're interested in sort of getting the full breakdown of everything um, devices can do um, with the Windows platform, a Microsoft device, or a um, Intel-powered device, I highly encourage you to go back and listen to that episode one of our most popular episodes so far, actually, Ashley. So way to go on content. Awesome. Glad to hear it. <laughs> you know, I wanted to kind of just ask a question because I think that there is a lot of we say, oh, you know what? End of support is on January 14th. Um, you need to start making steps to uh, start that migration. But what are some of the sort of and Carrie, this might be a good one for you, too. What are sort of the the feedback that you're getting from customers that are still on Windows 7? Is it um, is it legacy software that they're running? Is it, you know, apps that they're making themselves that they're not sure can shift? What are some of the the objections to making that move before this deadline of January 14th? Those really are the biggest objections. A lot of them are internal applications that the customers have created themselves. Their own infrastructures are really relying on that Windows 7 technology. So making that move to Windows 10 is pretty big lift for them. In addition, you know, there are some customers who just for budgetary reasons are kind of running up against this deadline and trying to find a quick fix so that they can wait until they get to the next budget year and get that approved. So they are looking at other solutions to upgrading to Windows 10 or finding extended support available until they can make that shift. Most customers who come to us looking at the Windows 7 upgrade to Windows 10 really are looking at purchasing new devices. They're saying, you know, my Windows 7 is getting to end of support. Well, why don't we look at upgrading our devices as well? So they're looking at the whole solution in terms of device upgrades and Windows 10 upgrades at the same time. So there's definitely a lot of different reasons that customers might want to discuss staying on Windows 7 at least temporarily. 
So someone's looking, you know, someone's sitting in that that situation and they're evaluating budget for next year and trying to do that dual device and operating system. What are, you know, and throw this to all of you, Ashley, Deanna and Carrie, what are the steps that you go through with a customer when they say, all right, I'm I'm ready to start this process. I may not be ready to move tomorrow. I may not be ready to move by January 14th. But what are some of the steps um, that you take with a customer evaluating their environment? and how they make make the shift. So we do have some free resources that Microsoft has made available to um, customers and partners. Um, They're called Windows Readiness and Windows Analytics. So um, that is a tool that an an organization can download and it goes out and basically looks at their environment and can help them understand which devices they have, you know, currently today in their business that could be easily upgraded to Windows 10 and which maybe um, cannot, and that need to be replaced with a new device. Um, it also, you know, will take a look at the applications that they have in their environment as well. But to the point that was just made moments ago, if there are customers out there that are concerned that there may be application compatibility issues um, when moving to Windows 10, I just want to reassure you that 99% of the apps that worked on Windows 7 will work on Windows 10. There is a, probably a small amount of, of customers out there that certainly could probably leverage Connections Help in making sure that they move that final app, if you will, over to Windows 10. Uh, But we do have some free readiness tools available today. That's really interesting because I wonder, um, I think we have, you know, even thinking of myself as a customer, we sometimes think there are a lot more barriers in the way than there might realistically be. Because I think uh, if I look back at the move from Windows XP to Windows 7, I think that was a huge lift for a lot of customers and a lot of the same objections. And there might be some sort of a you know, preconceived notion of the lift that it's going to take to move from Windows 7 to 10. So kind of breaking that down and saying, you know, 90, you know, 99% maybe of your, your apps can migrate successfully. And maybe those apps aren't sitting on every single device that you're using. And we can use this analytic tool to show you what devices can safely move and be operational and be working and then have a plan for those remainder ones. But I want to call out because I think this is uh, another misconception that customers might have and maybe you guys can clear up for us is what's coming after Windows 10. So that's the great thing. It's Windows as a service now. So Windows 10 will have biannual updates for features. um, So twice a year. Um, And that analytics tool that Deanna was mentioning earlier, they can continue to use that and make sure that their drivers and applications are ready for the next version and kind of do a deployment process that way. So no brand new operating system, continually updated Windows 10. It's here to stay. Just like your phone. Just like my phone. Ooh, I like it. So uh, from a a security side, because here we are, Deanna, you put it very well. We are less than a month away and there is, you know, potentially a, a few holidays in the way here. So what options does a customer have should they not be able to make this migration as sort of a, a last last resort to make sure that they're not opening themselves up to you know ransomware malware attacks you know that are just going to start making their way through the the windows 7 operating system so um as mentioned uh, the, the number one and the best um, recommendation that we have for every customer if they can afford it if you will is to move to a modern device with windows 10 
because, as mentioned earlier, you're going to get the full suite and full stack of security features that Windows 10, Windows 10 has to offer. And those are lit up and activated on modern device technology. So if, if you want to be able to leverage all those security features, they really, you need a modern device to do that, to make that happen. You know, if not, then there is, you know, alternatives um, where you could do, as I mentioned before, an in-place upgrade if your system currently supports it. And lastly, we also have a licensing option that was just announced recently, which provides a paid extended security update through our licensing program that is now um, available. And what are the, um, so what are the, the steps that a customer would have to take if they wanted to take advantage of that last option there? Right now with the extended support upgrades for Windows 7, those are available through our enterprise agreement programs, but newly available through CSP. As a CSP partner, we would handle the subscription um, in terms of turning it on. And there is a per device per year option with the understanding that, that the price is blocked for the 12 months, starting with the initial purchase of those extended support updates. And then um, they would have to talk to their account manager, go over the solution and discuss becoming accepting a cloud reseller relationship with Connection to help manage those subscriptions for them. We go through all of the different options that they have. If they do have an EA that they can purchase those on, if not, we will talk to them about CSP. In addition to leveraging the cost of doing the extended support upgrades versus doing the actual Windows 10 upgrade itself. And Deanna, I know that there are some other options around, uh, you know, I've heard around Windows virtual desktop. Do you mind kind of running through what that looks like for a customer? Sure. So Windows virtual desktop is the the best virtualized Windows and Office experience delivered on Azure. So it's the only cloud-based service that delivers a multi-user Windows 10 experience optimized for Office 365 Pro Plus. And it includes free Windows 7 extended security updates. So with Windows Virtual Desktop, you can deploy and scale Windows on Office and Office on Azure in minutes um, with built-in security and compliance. And this option would be available, again, if um, an organization decides that that the options that were already mentioned um, were not necessarily ideal for their organization at this time. Excellent. So I think the thing that's really promising here, you know, if you are someone who is sitting on Windows 7 and you've got this date looming over your head, is there's not just one way to do it. It's not migrate fully today or pay the price tomorrow. Uh, And I think, you know, Ashley, Deanna and Carrie did a really great job of showing you know, all of the different options that Microsoft and Connection have available from the Windows 7 extended support license, the virtual desktop option, uh, the refresh with Windows um, 10 and modern devices, as well as that, you know, uh, analytics piece to understand what's in the environment that could successfully migrate today and help you develop a plan to migrate the rest tomorrow. So if you are currently in this situation and you're wondering how you take these steps or what your next step is, I encourage you to reach out to your connection account manager, see what option is right for you and engage our Microsoft team here at connection to have a successful windows 10 migration. Thanks guys for joining me. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Thanks so much.